welcome to the Intune with Calhoun podcast. I am Ashley Jones, Communications Director here at the Calhoun County Area Chamber and Visitor Center. And today I'm joined by Aubrey Fulbright, who is the co-owner with her spouse of the Romero et Corpo Metaphysical Bookstore. So thank you for joining me this morning. How are things going? How did you get started as a small business owner? <laughs> um, well, it was kind of by accident, honestly, with this, with the, with the bookstore. Um, I, uh, the, the bookstore is a kind of a specific one. It's a metaphysical bookstore and, uh, metaphysics is just the studying of study of being or study of existence, like in the universe. And it's a huge umbrella for a variety of belief systems, ideologies, theologies, and philosophies. And so, um, I grew up at going to these kinds of stores. I was very fortunate that I was exposed to several different religions and, uh, growing up. Uh, my mom felt that that was kind of important for us to uh, learn that uh, one way is not necessarily how everybody thinks and feels. And so I'm not from here in Alabama. Uh, my husband is. Um, and um, I had taken him to a couple of stores, but they were, you know, all the way in Atlanta or all the way from Birmingham. And I honestly just kind of joked about it. it was like, you know, we just need to make our own here. Cause I'm just tired of driving that far. And he was like, okay. And it was like, okay. <laughs> a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, well then let's, you know, try this out. And so, um, but uh, I, my experience as far as like being a small business owner, I've uh, been fortunate enough to have several different jobs with several different like fields. So I worked with cosmetics for a long time for Estee Lauder and uh, Christian Dior. Um, I worked um, and typically with those, if, especially with like being they have different like levels of management. And uh, one being if you're a counter manager, it, they kind of emphasize this whole thing of this is your business. And so, you know, you have other people that you're managing and you're wanting them to meet their financial goals. And you get kind of like in this whole um, they do let you in on the finances of your counter. So being able to kind of work with that, I guess, was pretty good experience. Um, just on the financial side of that, of keeping up with goals and what you're looking for, how to clientele, that kind of thing. Um, I've also worked in the restaurant business. Uh, my uh, father owns a bar and restaurant up in Illinois. And so that's been a experience too. <laughs> and really well. I'm really proud of them. They're, they're awesome. But uh, yeah, that's, you know, that whole, um, coming into a small town and uh, we had actually taken over the restaurant. The people before us had just wanted to retire. And so it was then trying to kind of keep up with this whole 21 year legacy of this restaurant, but also kind of bring in what we wanted to. So that was an interesting challenge. And um, so, yeah, just kind of all those little things of having a little bit of a background. I was like, okay, I think I could do this then. So coming around to this, it was all right, yeah, let's try this. <laughs> right. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of just like, there's not one around here. So it was like, all right, well, I mean, as far as the market goes, this is a really good right in between Atlanta and Birmingham. And um, so we just kind of figured that it would be a, I don't know, a neat way to, you know, just see if it would thrive. And we had asked um, around, especially with uh, Jacksonville State University nearby too, it was kind of a, a way to be able to 
asked people, would this be something you were interested in? You, you know, we kind of did like a little survey thing and, um, and it all came back pretty positive. So it's like, all right, well, yeah, let's try it. So nice. So what are <laughs> some more of the kind of stuff you have in the shop? Cause I know that, I mean, like, you know, everybody in our office goes constantly, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I love. It's so much fun to see everybody come in. <laughs> people that haven't been there, what can they expect? Well, so again, it being a bookshop, we have books and, um, a lot of these books are again, wide ranging from, I have Bibles. Uh, so I have like the King James version of the Bible. I have the, um, NIV version of the Bible. We have the Torah. I typically carry the Quran. Um, I'm out of that constantly. As soon as I get them in, somebody comes in and buys them, uh, which is, I mean, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's neat because you can see that there's like this need for just information. Like I, I, I never thought to, you know, that this would be something that I would want to be interested in reading. And so they'll come in and, and buy these books. Um, one, which I love is that a lot of people, I'd much rather do this than buy it online and support small business. So I'm like, that's absolutely awesome. Um, but, um, again, also just that this is stuff that they don't really see around here, um, especially with us being so far into the Bible belt, uh, to be given opportunities to see this kind of information, uh, they jump at it. And so, um, but I also have, you know, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism. And so I have like a lot of the mainstream, uh, books, but then, yeah, I go into, we have Greek mythology, um, Egyptology, Norse mythology, and then a lot of the Celtic mythologies and pagan traditions, um, which pagan, again, is a huge umbrella term, uh, which I know around here is kind of a bit of a bad word, but it's when you really look at the meaning of the word, it's just anything that's outside of mainstream religions. Um, and so a lot of indigenous uh, religions and um, ways of life, we have books that represent those too. Uh, but I also have candles. I have uh, smell good candles, colored candles. Uh, we have gemstones or crystals. There's uh, several traditions that use crystals. We have uh, artwork, home decor, incense. So we have like a pretty wide variety. I also have dried herbs. A lot of people like to use them for any kind of crafting things. Uh, some people like to make their own candles and they'll put like herbs in it and make it look really pretty. They are like food grade. So you're able to make your own teas with them if that's something you want to do with them. Um, again, it's just kind of, we just have a variety of things. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think also our biggest thing is that we wanted a third space for people. So like we have plenty of seating around and um, people can come in with their laptops, bring their coffee, whatever, take a book off the shelf and look through it, but can come in and just relax and be quiet. We have a really, I think, a very relaxing um, atmosphere. <laughs> so I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so y'all were previously located in Anderson. You're now in Oxford, correct? Right. Yeah. I, I ran out of space. Uh, the little spot that we had was great. I loved it. 
parking lot was a little difficult to get into for some people, but you know, whatever. Uh, but it was, yeah, we just, we ran out of space. We had so many people started coming in and I wanted to bring in more. I had a lot of requests for, for product and things like that. And I needed to expand to be able to, to accommodate that. And so we were able, we were fortunate enough to find this place down in Oxford. Um, and the owner has been really accommodating, been really awesome. And so we were able to move in pretty quickly and, and get set up. Good deal. So is there anything in particular you might contribute to your nomination for our small business awards as a small business of the year? I, that was really a surprise, honestly, because I, one, the other businesses that we were kind of grouped in with was really like, I don't know, I guess it sounds so cheesy, but honored in a way. I mean, like heirloom taco, they went home with it, which they totally deserve. Uh, and they've just, their whole family has just been such a huge part of Jacksonville's, uh, culture now, which I, I love to say that about that. Um, everybody loves them. We love them. We've gone there several times and just really enjoyed the whole atmosphere and the whole idea of it. Um, uh, but for us, I mean, we, we are very tiny. It's just me and my husband. (laughs) Um, and we'll be for a little while. Uh, but, um, I don't know. It was just, it was so, like I said, it was just really shocking. We, we were not expecting it again, I guess also, also because of like what we are, you know, we are kind of controversial. And so, uh, for us to be accepted in that way was just really humbling and just exciting. It's really cool. I'll say congratulations again. <laughs> and I have my plaque up and everything. I'm just so proud of it. I'm just oh. like, <laughs> yeah. So you said it's just you and your husband. So like of the chaos of being a small business owner, like what does a day look like for you guys? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he still works full time too. So it's kind of a, um, we, we have to accommodate that. Uh, and we have two small children in the home still. And with uh, the pandemic that had happened, uh, we or is happening still, but uh, we homeschooled. So getting up in the morning, doing schoolwork, uh, we don't open until 11 in the morning. So I have a little, I have a couple of hours before I, you know, so I can actually get some of their schoolwork done. They get, they meet up with their teachers, that kind of thing. And, um, but when we actually get to the store, we have cats at the store, which a lot of people, that's the only reason they come <laughs> is to see the cats. Uh, but uh, we, you know, since I get in there, I got to figure out, you know, if, have they destroyed anything overnight to fix that, if that's the case. Most nights it's cool. We don't have any issues. But every once in a while, Hades in particular likes to mess with feathers or whatever. And uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll clean up, take care of them, get everybody situated. Uh, I typically like to sit down and and look at now that we've been open for over a year, I can kind of see what, what we did last year on this particular day. And that kind of goes into the whole, like having a goal. So it's like, you know, this is what I need to make for the day to, you know, have any kind of profit or, or, you know, make sure that we're still um, going in the right direction, I guess. And uh, usually too, I've get, I get a lot of requests for, books. Um, I, I don't work with any big distributors. I work with a lot of small distributors and small businesses. Some of them you can't avoid, like some of the books, they come through a distributor. There's, you know, you're not getting around that, but I like to try most of my books though. If I can, I work with the publisher directly, or sometimes I work with the author directly. I'm able to do that. 
Yeah. So, um, a lot of times shipping is already crappy as everybody knows, but it takes a little bit longer for us because we do work with these smaller distributing companies um, that a lot of time are mom and pop on their own. And uh, so usually during the day or in that morning uh, time before we open, I'll look through and see um, if I'm able to order something for somebody in particular, some things are back ordered. So it's like, you know, checking up, making sure that we can get things in for people. Um, But after that, it's just, you know, setting the, you know, we have music going. And so I always you know, put my music on and a little bit of incense just to kind of freshen up the place and uh, just sit back and, you know, let people come in and experience it. We get a lot of people that do this through the window, which is really funny. Right? So, <laughs> you got those giant windows. <laughs> I'll sit there and wave. And <laughs> um, I have plants in the windows. And so a lot of people like like looking at the plants. And Hades likes to sit in the window, too. So a lot of people are like, oh, hey, there's a cat. You know, yeah, people watch. <laughs> so that's been always fun. But uh, but yeah, we just and then it's it's really just answering questions. We have so many people that, you know, still like, oh, I didn't know you guys were here. And um, I didn't know we had something like this in Oxford, which, again, is kind of nice. It's, you know, kind of nice affirming that we're, you know, in the right spot, I think. So, but yeah, and then it's just, you know, winding down for the day. We typically close. uh, I'm only closed on one day. I'm closed on Mondays. And uh, even then, it's not really like we're closed. I'll do a lot of like FaceTime clienteling. So like I, uh, our oldest daughter was out in California, so she'll call sometimes and, you know, want to like shop. And so we'll do a lot of the whole FaceTime, like I'll walk through the store and kind of do it for people. And uh, so, but that's, you know, kind of, that's my Mondays, but then uh, for the rest of the week, we're open till seven and then Fridays and Saturdays were open till nine. And again, we stay open a little bit later again for people to be able to come in and just, you know, relax. I've got a couple yeah. of moms. That, yeah. I got a couple of moms that just, they want to get away from their kids for a couple of hours. So it's like, you know, yeah, come on in here. <laughs> so I love it. Um, but yeah, so you've had some experience with small business in the past and, and different ventures too, you know, yeah. a restaurant I think is gosh, one of the craziest small businesses to try to keep up with. Hands down, if you want to ever learn about inventory and like inventory control, restaurants are because like food, like you could sit here and be selling like out, you know, you're selling steaks, you know, consistently 50 of them, you know, I'm just throwing out a number, but like 50 of them every week. And then you're like, okay, cool. We keep, we keep running out of them by like five or 10. And so then you order like 80 and then the next week, like nobody wants a steak. Right. And so it's, it's like, chaos. It is frustrating. It it's, it's really knowing your, it, it's really knowing your market very well and knowing your clientele very well that you can kind of try and, you know, even out the, the spikes, I guess. So. Oh my gosh. I just hearing you talk about it. It makes me think about, um, I used to watch kitchen nightmares all the time. I love Gordon Ramsay. He's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he would always, he'd go in and these mom and pop restaurants had these crazy detailed menus. And it's like, no, just, just simple, just like stick to what you're good at. Don't right. what people like that will come in and sell just focus on that. Like every now and then pop in some stuff you want to try that's different, but you still gotta be able to like your bread and butter meals, you know? 
Yeah, the only restaurant that I ever saw work with this is I went to I went to Georgia Southern University. And so when I was down there, I worked at a, a restaurant for a little while, you know, like most college kids do um, at a place called the Eagle Diner. It was open 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, oh. like all the time, just open. Their menu was like over 300 items. Like it was insane the amount of food that, that this little place, but it was a university in Statesboro, Georgia, which is really rural. <laughs> the closest place we have is Savannah, which is like 45 minutes away. But because of that, um, and because the university, I mean, it's grown so much since, you know, I went so long ago anyways. Uh, but it's grown so much since then that we, we were busy all the time. We were busy 24 hours, you know, a day. And so that's the only place I've ever seen that work. And it's just because of it being kind of like an Island, like us being so rural and then it being a college town, you had kids coming in at three in the morning to, you know, grab, you know, uh, loaded potato fries because they're trying to work on a paper and just need something, you know, that sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but but you're very right though, too, about it's as far as like other restaurants goes, like you do need to find your niche. You need to find your clientele. It's, it's just so much easier when you do it that way. Were you here? How long have y'all lived in Calvin County? Um, uh, well, let's see. I, for me, it's only been about eight years. Okay. So there was a place, um, actually it was either the building absolutely right next to where Elam Taco is now or the one over. It was between College Shop and where Elam Taco is now. It's one of those two buildings. It was called Wake and Bake. And they sold pizza, coffee, all kinds of stuff, but they would be open till like three in the morning. So that's where I was at doing my my art projects. My friends, they'd be playing some Magic the Gathering or whatever over there. All right, when you're ready to go, babe, just let me know. I'm doing my homework. Absolutely. And yeah, that was the place. it's that college, you know, kind of thing is that like we, you are up late doing schoolwork and, you know, every once in a while it's like, okay, I'm starving and there's like nothing and ramen noodles is not going to, you know, take care of this this time. And it's just like, I just wish I could go somewhere to just get fries or, you know, we sold, we, and the thing is we did, we, we sold breakfast 20, you know, they sold breakfast too. So it was like, yeah, I just want, you know, eggs. Like, can I just have some scrambled eggs or something like that? So, and I think for college town, that's like kind of a, an important staple. And yeah, and, you just gotta, it's like the, the local greasy spoon. You just need somewhere to go that, cause yeah. And, and like, you're right. Cause if, if you're a student, you're probably at least working part-time, yeah. which means, of those hours while you're working, you can't do studying or anything. So when you get off at like 10 or 11 at night after closing, well then you've got, you've got two or three, you know, sometimes four hours worth of work you got to get done or, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how, uh, you know, how on it you are with your schoolwork. Sometimes right. four hours worth of work. <laughs> Fridays but, are off the table. <laughs> right. Right. So, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, it's very nostalgic. Yeah. And, and it's, and, but also taking that kind of experience though, and then trying to, um, because the, the bookshop is completely different. And also just knowing that we, we didn't know our clientele around here. We didn't know how, again, how accepted this was going to be. Um, and so not knowing what we could carry and what would actually do well. And so that's been a, a, 
an interesting journey over this past year too. Uh, we opened up in May of 2021. We had wanted to open up a year earlier, but again, the pandemic hit. So it's like, okay, we'll, we'll just wait this, you know, everything right, let's see what's going to happen. Well, I guess we have to wait. So we'll just wait and, you know, I'll work on, you know, a few more things and making sure we're getting everything that we need done. And the, uh, so we opened up in 2021. So we've been open for a year now or a little over a year now. And had the requests that we get for, you know, certain crystals, because somebody's looking for something in particular, looking for uh, certain books, what kind of genres like really. So like when we first opened, we had a lot of people that are really interested in like Buddhism. So I'd like, you know, got like a whole yeah yeah I got like a whole big old shelf you know of, of you know trying to get like more and more but I had some people going like okay but I don't want like the 12-step Buddhist kind of thing like I want like the actual like historical books on Buddhism where it started from why did it start where did it come from and so getting some of those books in and getting a few other authors it's been great too to have some people that actually like there's a couple of people who actually practice like that's their lifestyle that live here and uh having one of them come in and go hey if you do this author and this author because they're really good about this this author not so much because they kind of do the whole like imperialism kind of thing i was like okay cool so kind of knowing like this whole background of the politics behind it too to make sure that we are giving information that is not only accurate but is i'm trying to think of a way to say it like there's an argument to have some of these like books that are not exactly politically correct but they do appropriate because it's again it's still like okay this is this was appropriated and this is how we know that it's appropriated because you can read it here this is wrong um and so sometimes carrying some of those books as long as they're not like i guess harmful but i don't know it's it's inter- it's interesting it's a it's a it's a journey trying to figure out what to actually carry and what people will accept and what people are happy with you know seeing too so it's interesting <laughs> well all right that sounds awesome you know we're especially the chamber we're so glad to have you here in our community and, and offer something different you know uh, is there anything you'd like to plug or anything you'd like to say about Ramirez before we go um, just that, uh, we're so happy to be here, um, that we're happy to have this place and for the community, uh, to kind of be a hub, uh, for, uh, different groups and, uh, for different people that maybe aren't always represented in the area. And, um, just that we love being here. We love what we're doing and we love our customers that come in I don't know. I guess that's just kind of it. We're, we're here for the community is basically the biggest thing is that we're, we're just really here to have a space and hold space for people. And do y'all have a Facebook or website, all that good stuff they can find you? Yeah. We have a number. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, uh, our address is 1716 Hamrick drive, um, suite three and down in Oxford. Our phone number is 256-403-1549. We are on all the social medias. I even have a TikTok, although I'm still trying to work on that. Um, But if you just search our name, because we're the only one that has it. So Facebook, Instagram, we're even on Twitter and TikTok. 
All right. Well, sounds good. So yeah, if y'all have any questions, feel free to reach out to them or here at the chamber and we will put y'all in touch. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been so nerve wracking, but very good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I said, I'm trying to be as easy to talk to as possible. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was great. It was great. I appreciate it. Well, that is it for this episode of the Into the Calhoun podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to the chamber through calhounchamber.com or give us a call at our office at 256-237-3536. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed.